0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the prayer experience on this wonderful Wednesday, sunny, 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 shiny afternoon. Please share this video. Um, welcome, welcome to the prayer experience. Subscribe to, to Delhi Talks Media UK channel on YouTube. Um, if you are live and you can connect, Uh, Leave your prayer requests, praise reports and comments. They're always read and they're always prayed for. And you can reach the prayer experience hotline. The number is on the screen. That is available at all times. Thank you for joining today. Um, My thanksgiving scripture today is, I chose, chose it from Joel 2, 26 to 27. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. I love that scripture. I just think, um, um, I just want to be thankful, and I just want to focus on saying thank you, Lord, today, for the times that we are in plenty, and that he is our provider, and he wondrously provides for us in ways that we don't, even expect sometimes the beauty of the prophetic is sometimes he can tell us in advance and yet he still is our father and he knows that we love good gifts and he surprises us he surprises us in the most amazing ways and I think it's so exciting And in that scripture, twice it says that that we shall never be put, that his people, that's us, his people, God's people will never be put to shame. And that's an important thing. It must be important because God mentions it twice in two scriptures, that we'll never be put to shame, that we will eat plenty and be satisfied. And you know, eating plenty doesn't always mean material things. It can mean spiritual fullness. It can mean emotional well-being to be filled up to the brim with emotional well-being. You know when people are um when you're around good people, when you are around people that love you and you get ref- refil- refilled and refueled, it can it can um it can push you into places that you never expected to go. Um and you know I just want to say thank let's let's just pray into being thankful and and having a heart heart of thanksgiving for the Lord and praising him even when not every not everything is great but not everything is wonderful but we can still thank him because we can thank him ahead of the things that are to come we can thank him and just having that heart position of being thankful to receive and being thankful that he is god being thankful that he is in charge of everything to do with our lives so we just thank you lord we just thank you for that time we thank you for for the for the time that we are able to spend with you we thank you for um for the sunshine we thank you for the trees we thank you for all of the things uh, the evidences that god is alive and he is um He is the ruler of the universe, that he is on the throne, that he is in charge of everything, that he is the governmental rule over every single principality and power, and that we have the authority of Christ within us as born-again believers to um, walk in... Um, walk in that authority, and that we are—we can be thankful that He bought us at the highest price, that the blood of Jesus was paid for us, that we are so precious to Him, that we are just—we are just God's own handiwork. We are masterpieces, and that we are who God says we are, despite anything that anybody else. You know, every week when I come to this prayer experience and I'm sitting here. And the words of the initial opening song, that he is who he says he is, that really encourages me because, you know, looking on a screen, it's not always easy to look at yourself on a screen, let's be honest. Um, But it's like, I am not what the mirror says. I am who God says I am. I am on the inside of me who God made me. We are who God made us. This is just an earth suit. We can be thankful that we are... um, masterpieces and we are um, made in His image um, and that everything has a time and a season and that is where my inspired word comes from today as well so we just thank you Lord for this time to be able to be together to pray the inspired word is from the Ecclesiastes 3 1 there is a season a time appointed for everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven and um so that is so 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 um like so thankful that um and the inspired word that there is a season and a time appointed for everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven that no matter what is going on um he is in charge he is managing it managing everything according to his time um i went up on a big train ride yesterday and i explored the countryside and i was just struck by all of the things and i was delighted in seeing the nature and seeing god and in the season of the summertime you know and that there is a time appointed and that we can't rush that time. There is a season and there is a time. And some of us in the family of God are in high, good seasons. And Some of us are not, not in, in not such good seasons. And I believe that God does that to to so that those of us who are strong can help those of us who are weaker. And those of us who are weak can lean on those that are strong. If everybody was in the same season at the same time, Nobody would understand those that are not. Um, Yeah, there's a season and a time appointed for everything and a time for every delight and every purpose under heaven. And the rest of that passage in Ecclesiastes has always struck me. There's a time to die. There's a time to live. There's a time to love. There's a time to not love. Um, There's a time for everything. And... To be in the right timing for things is so crucial and sometimes we can get it wrong and sometimes we get it right but, you know, to know that God is outside of time and He is in charge of time and that to just rest in that space of knowing that He is who He says He is and that we can be in a season with Him and no matter what season it is that we can rest and be at peace that He is in charge of our season. He is the one that has ordained our seasons. He is the one that has ordained where we are, at the time that we are, with the people that we are. Um, And it's so, so striking. Um, This scripture came to me because of something that my pastor said to me, Pastor Deli, he said to me on Sunday. He said, you know, Rose, he said, you were ordained to be in Kingdom Life family. For a very long time. You need to remember that God ordained it a very long time ago. And I was like, oh yes, yeah, so he did. <laughs> so he did. And uh, that really blessed me. And that's where I was like, no matter what's gone on, no matter, no matter what our lives look like, in the time and seasons that we are, that there's a time and season for everything. That even when we're going through seasons of hardship and pain and struggle and emotional stuff. Because stuff just happens that you know we're in the season but we will come through it and it is only for a time and that we will come into a different season because that is how the seasons are and we look outside and we see how the Lord organized the seasons and he organized the seasons to be in different different seasons of time across the world you know when the UK is in the winter Australia is in the summer when Australia is in the autumn, we are in the springtime. You know, the ty- different time zones and different seasons. And God is char- God is in charge of everything. So, yeah, to just acknowledge and know and we thank you, Lord, that we can pray and we have seasons of prayer and moments of reflection. So let's have a moment of reflection on the fact that We are in whatever season we're in and that it is okay. We thank you, Lord, that we're in that moment of reflection and we pray and that we recognize whichever season that we're in and that it's okay to be in that season and that it doesn't last forever. It doesn't last forever. It is a time and a season and that we are not in charge of it and we can just rest and relax and know that whatever season or time we're in, God is in charge um, so we just thank you Lord for that we pray that whatever season somebody is in in the on the on the platform that they will know and understand that they are going to come through that season and out the other way that and out the other side of it at some point in the near future um my prayer for the nations is that the Lord then the Lord will be zealous for his land and pity his people. The Lord will answer and say to his people, Behold, I will send you grain and new wine and oil, and you will be satisfied by them. I will no longer make you a reproach among the nations. That's from Joel two eighteen to nineteen. Um and we need to, you know, just Just recognize that the nations and everything that's happening in the nations in this time and in this season, that it's not easy and that there's bad stuff happening. There's good stuff happening, but that doesn't always get reported. Um, But that we, that God is sending new things, new grain, new wine, new oil. Let's pray that we have a that the nations have an abundance they have an abundance of fruit they have an abundance of all the things that they need i pray that for the people on the platform that whatever is going on in their world whether it's a small world or a larger world whether you're praying for nations that are not within the british landmass and different nations that we will that they everybody will receive um and know that they're in a season of abundance and that they can receive from the Lord what, what they need for that time and that season. And um, that they, they will receive new and the new wine, skin, wine will look different from the old. And to know and recognize the difference between the two and be able to tell the difference. and to, um, And that the Lord is jealous for us. He's jealous for the land. He is jealous, and he will answer and say to his people, "Behold, I send you new wine, grain, and oil, and you'll be satisfied by them. And he'll no longer make us a, re- a reproach among the nations. That means he will no longer allow us to be mocked, which is in line with the first scripture I gave about not not no longer putting us to shame, to bring us into the fullness of." who we are in Christ Jesus, and to bring the nations into a fullness of what their abundance and what their promises over their lives, and the, peop- the different people in the different nations that we all individually and differently pray for. So um, those are my prayers for the nations today. Um, so we just pray um, that they will be abundant. The prayer for the church is to enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. In this season, as we approach the Feast of Tabernacles in the Jewish calendar, which represents the tents of meeting, which was the Hebrew word is synagogue. It just means tents of meeting, the places where we meet. Let's pray that we strengthen our stakes, we strengthen the bonds of love within our church families, within the pillars of our um, church core and uh, within the society that we're surrounded by. And we strengthen ourselves in, in in the same right that we recognize that what our calling is within the body of Christ as a whole, to be strong in that and to move in that uh, strongly to be a support, um, and and when we've strengthened our stakes, we enlarge our tent pegs, because if you enlarge your tent pegs before you strengthen your stakes, the tent might fall down, so it's so important to have those pillars that hold the tent up, and then you extend the, extend the poles of the tent, and you extend the boundaries. And that that can then include more people. It can bring more people under the protection and under the covering of the tabernacle of God. The tabernacle which is the meeting place. So Lord Jesus, we just ask for the strength and uh, for the church as a a body of Christ across the world, across the nations, to strengthen their stakes, to strengthen themselves in the word, to strengthen themselves to, to be rooted deep down in God um and to be um knowing who they are in their identity and walking fully in that identity without wavering you know without wavering to be strong to be when so that when the wind buffets that they're immovable they're immovable in the sense that they're strong in God but not in the sense that they don't do anything or they don't move it with the freedom of the holy spirit to do what god commands and ordains for them to do um, and to be able to move freely and for um, each church individually to work together for the greater good and for the churches in in an area to come together for the kingdom purposes for that area for the greater good of those that are still outside of the tent pegs still outside of the covering still in on the streets still needing to meet Jesus through each and every one of us. So I just pray that. So thank you, Lord, for the um, for the for the strengthening of the of our stakes, and strengthening of our, our our strong our our strength in God, and the healing today. The healing scripture comes today from Psalms 41:3. The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of sickness, and you will you will sustain him on his sick bed. I'm interested by that scripture because it says the Lord will strengthen him on his bed of sickness and you will sustain him on his sick bed. We have um, a duty of care as um, believers to visit those that are sick and lay hands on them and they will be well. Um, I had the privilege this week of visiting a dear sister in Christ and ministering to her and also being a witness to others who are who are in that ward in the hospital and it's a great privilege when we get that opportunity to be able to minister to the sick and to pray for the sick and to see them well all of us at some points have been um been unwell we've maybe needed hospital treatment and it's always um it's always a privilege to be visited in hospital it's always a privilege to visit hospital and to pray for people that are sick, so I just specifically want to pray for those that are on a, literally in bed with sickness, that they will have the strength of the Lord, that the Lord will strengthen them, that they will receive the joy of the Lord for their for their, that is their strength, that is their healing. We just pray for anybody who is sick that they will be well in the name of Jesus, that that wellness and that wholeness will come. That where they need salvation, that they will receive their salvation. Where they need emotional healing, they will receive the emotional healing that they need. Where they need physical healing, that they will receive the fullness of their physical healing. And where they need mental, if people are struggling with mental health, that they will know the scripture that says that that God gives us a spirit of love, power and a sound mind. And I speak that over people today. I speak healing over people. I I speak by the inheritance that we carry in the blood of Jesus, that there's power in the blood of Jesus to heal. There's power in the shalom and the peace of God, the shalom that brings total healing and deliverance and ministry. And the balm of Gilead, I pray the balm of Gilead over each and every person on the prayer stream who will listen back afterwards that and i pray that we will those of us who are well and those of us who know the the power of god that we will not be um shy to go and offer to pray for people and to lay hands on the sick and they will be well because how can a blind man receive his sight Lest that we lay hands on the blind man and see his eyes open How can we know that somebody is going to get healed of a broken leg lest we lay hands on that broken leg and it be healed? I personally have been honoured to be able to witness those things. But nothing can happen unless we lay hands on the sick. Because it says very clearly we are called, it is part of our mandate in Christ Jesus, to lay hands on the sick and they will be well. So if we don't lay hands on the sick, that means they stay unwell and we are answerable to God for that. So uh, we have that mandate from the Lord as part of our inheritance in Christ Jesus to go and lay hands on the sick and they will be well. So I just pray from here that each and every person you can lay hands on yourself and pray over yourself that you will be well. So we just thank you for this um, time. It goes so quickly um, praying for um, praying on this platform, on the prayer experience. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for everybody who's who's come and, and, and been on the stream and everybody who's put comments, and uh, they will be read back later. Thank you for all of the encouragement. Subscribe to the free audio podcast. Prayer experience is back tomorrow uh, at 1 p.m. UK time. That's tomorrow, Thursday. We thank you for the time today. In Jesus' name, thank you.